Lord Jesus, we come to bring you the sacrifice of worship this morning. But we ask, Lord God, as worthy as you are of our everything, of all of our worship, would you pull back the veil of our understanding today? Would you choose not to be hidden, but reveal yourself, Lord God? Display your majesty in our minds. Help us to focus so on you, Lord Jesus, that today we might recognize you for who you are and deepen our sense of awe that we get to be your kids, that we are in your presence. Lord Jesus, show us yourself, we pray. Nothing else but you will do. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Well, in a moment, we'll be taking communion as we do week after week at this time. And though we take communion again and again, uh, we may be baptized only once, but we uh, take communion every week. And though it's repeated, that doesn't diminish its power. In fact, just the opposite ought to be the case. The more often we come to that grace, the richer it ought to become. Uh, the better, the deeper, the more transforming the experience becomes in our lives. I'm, I'm reminded of uh, the story of the diamond that adorns the Queen of England's crown. I think it's called the Kionor diamond, and I think that is the diamond that this story speaks of. That there was a great diamond that was discovered by a young diamond miner. He was new to the business at the time. He lived in Africa. His country was a British colony at one time, and so he still considered the queen his queen. And when he found this extraordinary diamond, if it is the Kionor, it's a 105-carat diamond. He was told how rare it was, how magnificent it was, how one-of-a-kind it was. And the only person that he thought that would be worthy of such a treasure was his queen. So when both he and she were young, he gave that jewel. And I think it became the centerpiece of that crown. Do you see it down in front? I mean, it's the size of a biscuit. Can you see that? But then later on, after he had had a whole career in diamond mining, there was a request that became known to the queen that he had returned to the palace. He was in London, and he was requesting an audience with her. She recognized the name, and of course, she admitted him immediately into her presence, and as he came before her, he explained the fact that when he had given that diamond years ago, he was young, he had no idea of its value. And as he explained that history, she recognized it and said, well, I, I understand, it's a it's a magnificent gift, and uh, I received it with great thanks and still treasure it to this day. Tell me, have you come to ask for it in return now that you know even more so its value? And he said, oh, no, my queen, you misunderstand. I've come not to take it back. Knowing its value all the more, I've come to give it to you all over again. They say that when we come to Christ, we give as much as we know of ourselves to as much as we know of God. 
And as glorious as that moment is, Sunday by Sunday, as we partake of communion, we celebrate and reenact that exchange. We bring all that we know of ourselves to all that we know of God. And that means this exchange gets deeper and more wonderful, more magnificent, more awe-inspiring each time we do it. If we truly are people who are discovering more of who we are, we have more to give. And if we're discovering more of who God is, we're ever more aware of how worthy he is of all that we would bring to him. So we thank you, Lord Jesus, that on the night that you gave yourself up for us, that you took bread. You gave thanks to the Father, and you broke the bread, and you gave it to your your disciples, and you said, take and eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this as often as you partake of it in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Lord Jesus, you took the cup. You gave thanks to our Father who is in heaven, and you gave it to your disciples, and you said, take and drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, in remembrance of you, we do these things. We pray that you pour out your Holy Spirit, as you always do, upon these gifts of bread and juice, Make them enact what they signify, the very feasting that we may have upon your grace. May we be partakers of it. May you fill us with your spirit all over again. Cleanse us of our sins all over again. Empower us by your spirit all over again as we bring all that we are to you all over again. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we pray, even as we were told by the Son to pray to the Father, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We invite you to this table of his grace. The Lord is the host here. All who would come to him in faith are are welcome at this table. So we invite you to come as you come. Uh, You'll be presented the bread and told that this is the body of Christ. It'll be dipped in the juice. This is the blood of Christ. And there you can partake of it at that moment or as you return to your seat. Or if this morning you prefer uh, a more sanitary, sterile option, (laughs) we've got the packets too. It's whatever you're comfortable with. But whichever your choice, feast on his goodness. It's for you. As you come, amen.